Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. I think after years and years of doing this, I figured out that the mic should be pointing at my mouth. No, that's going to make the quality go way in the toilet. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it'll catch more of the sound of my voice. Correct. Got it. Got it. Okay. Masquerade. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Chris and I went to a masquerade party. We did go to a masquerade party. You were my date. I was your date. That was fun. It was. Despite the fact that it was my wife's party, you, Andrew, <laughs> you were my date. Yeah, well, don't even get me started on how you didn't put out. Well, you know what? I was about to, and then you fell asleep on the couch, so... That's absolutely not true. Are you sure about that? Because I remember it differently. What was in that drink you gave me? Oh, what wasn't in that drink I gave you? <laughs> that was a fun time. It was a good time. Good time had by some. <laughs> yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, that was nice. There was no kids. It was nice to go to a, a party with no children. Step one right there to a yeah. good time. Yeah. Get rid of the kids. But there also wasn't any alcohol, so... Yep, so we're back down to even, I guess, you know? Also, why would you throw a masquerade party that isn't a ball? We should have all been dancing well, to classical music. You should have gotten a quartet. I wanted to actually light the entire place by candlelight. And uh, something about fire marshal, blah, 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 code, something, 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 yada, 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 can't do it. Bullshit is what I say. Why didn't you do it anyway? You know what? You're right. I should have just done it anyway. Yeah, well, now you know for next year. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired. On a scale of one to Andrew Dunn, how tired are you? Uh, I think I'm like at eight. I'm almost Andrew Dunn. I'm not quite Andrew Dunn. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm almost there. I don't know what. What was that? You were looking around. I was waiting for you to ask me how I am. But you know what? It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> we can just move Usually forward. Usually we just launch into it. How are you? No, no, it's fine. You don't want to know. I That's mean, all I, right. I, no, I mean, you're right. I don't. But I thought but you're right. Like, for the sake of content and to keep this going, let's let's go with this. How are you doing? Chris, Comic-Con was last week. It was last week. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot how this works. Yes, you're right. It was last week, and it was a fun time had by some. You, why do you keep making that joke? Is that the ongoing joke? Is that the callback we're going to do? I guess so. Yeah. I guess it is. I don't know. We'll see if it takes or not. I'm not sure. This bit could be nothing, or it could be a lot of fun had by some. What's going on right now? Oh, no, he's putting something in the computer. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay, good. I'm doing a background check on you. I'm going to fail that one. <laughs> it's not a test. Well, I'm checking. It's a, a test. It's a test of endurance for me. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. I'm fine. Oh, good. I don't feel that tired. I'm on. I'm at like a three. Really? Yeah, I'm doing good. Okay. I'm firing on Most half my cylinders at least. Yeah, some cylinders. <laughs> Some firing of cylinders had, had by, by some. some. Yep. There it is. There you go. Yeah. Did you have a good time at Comic-Con? I, I, for everyone who's not just, in the joke. Just go with it. Just for everyone go who's with not it. in on All the right. joke, we record these a week ahead of time. So Comic-Con is happening for us in two days. But when you're listening to this, it's been over for two days. Why'd you have to spoil it for anybody? We could have just lied. I had a great time, Chris. Didn't we? We had a fuck great you. time. You did fuck me. That was so- <laughs> yeah, you finally put out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'll never... Uh, that bathroom stall will 
always held a special place in my heart. Yeah. We couldn't have held out for the Empire stages, though. I wish I wish we had done that. (laughs) That's next year's main stage panel, I think. I mean, listen, there's nothing else going on there. So why not? You're not kidding. Actually, they might let us up there to do that if they're because they have Chris Evans for 30 minutes. Yeah. And then he's just leaving. We could easily fill the next 30 minutes of what that should be. Uh, Probably not. No. All right. We could easily fill eight minutes of that. What that 30 minutes. We could easily fill two and a half minutes of what that 30 minutes should be. Uh, Yeah. If you add both of ours together. Oh, yeah. That's true. Okay, that's good. (laughs) Collectively two and a half minutes. Horrible bit. This is just this is me firing on half cylinders. This is true. This is this is this is truly fun had by some. Yeah. And I can't even justify that this would be some fun had by like a couple like us. I'm not even. Yeah, really. <laughs> just one of us. And I'm not going to tell you who and you will never know. It's me. <laughs> um, I'm waiting for you to mention the pizza. Just mention the fucking pizza Oh, that's pizza right. Thing. That's a bit that we did on here, didn't we? Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. A long time ago, Chris promised that he would get me a pizza. I did. I did promise I would get you a pizza. I don't think you did. I was trying. I was waiting for you to argue with me. Well, I think no. You said that I owe you a pizza, yeah. and I, I have, I have maintained that I don't owe you a pizza, and you have maintained and now you don't that I, that I owe you a pizza, and then I bought pizza for everyone. I need. All right. Hey, Chris. Well, what? Who was the first person you handed a slice of pizza to? Oh, son of a... Oh, shit. Was it you? Yeah. I wasn't even looking. <laughs> it sure was. Oh, man. And then... So I bought pizza for everyone at yeah. the party. This is a very, you, like, master has given Dobby a sock moment. Yes. And you ate some of said pizza, which means apparently I... I ate a whole pizza. Did you? You probably. And then you said that I no longer owe you pizza because this counts as me buying you a pizza. So you literally did. I ate a whole pizza that you purchased and gave to me. I, I, you know, I've been sitting with this for a couple of days. I resisted this all night. Yeah, you sure did. And then I sat with it for a couple of days and I thought, you know what? I think the reason I'm resisting this is because we have never once ever gotten to the full end of a bit before. And this is the first time. So I'm I'm officially saying that I have now bought you a pizza and we bring this running bit to a close. I'm taking out the bits paperwork. It's official documentation. I'm taking my out my my bit stamp, my big old rubber stamp, and I'm stamping it completed. And then I I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to hand this over to our to our content clerk who is a nice little old man in a newsboy cap and he's going to put it on the content dolly and he's going to take the folder and man, the con- you're right. None of our bits end and the content crate and he's going to wheel it off into our content warehouse. It's like the same warehouse, like, you know, the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It, it looks like that. Yeah. With lots of crates, only the crates have nothing in them because we don't have that much content, honestly. And then he's going to wheel it off and he's going to seal it somewhere way in the back. Chris. Never to be seen again. Chris. And thus ends this bit. Chris. Yes. Do you want to have a memorial for the bit? I do want to have a memorial for the bit. My fish died today. <laughs> really? Yeah. What kind of fish was it? Goldfish. Oh. And, uh, sorry, was that not sensitive? Oh, <laughs> and then um, what? Uh, what was the fish's name? I don't know. Because 
because it died too quickly? We had two and one of them died and I've never remembered which one. Melinda knows. Uh, there's two. There were two in the same bowl? Yes. And one of them died Have like... Have you ruled out foul play? Well, no, no. Saying. One of them died like a week after we got it. Mm-hmm. And the next one died like a few years later. So unless the first one constructed some sort of incredibly elaborate trap that was happening over the course of many years. Well, have you ruled out fair... Fa- Wait, what? Fair, ruled- I have ruled out fair, fair play. play. Okay, good. Fair you play did fair not pl- kill this fish. Are you sure? Okay, great. I'm glad that that mystery is solved. <laughs> so I'm taking out this mystery's paperwork. Oh, for I'm fuck's sake. I'm taking out my mystery stamp. Can I take I'm this gonna- bit and give it to the old guy in the newsboy cap? Yes, you can. All Arnold, right, please come back. His name's Arnold. Thank you. His name is Arnold. He's been our content... Dolly operator for seven years and you don't even know his name. You are such a prick. I bet you don't even tip him at Christmas, do you? You don't even know the name of his lovely wife and his three daughters, do you? You are such an asshole. Arnold, I changed my mind. Don't even listen to Andrew. You head on back that way. You put that bit way back in the warehouse. Okay. All right. Happy Hanukkah, buddy. <laughs> well, right. why would I tip him at Christmas if he celebrates Hanukkah? Just do it. You just do it just to keep him happy. He's got He's putting food on the table for him and his four daughters or whatever number I said three seconds <laughs> ago. Just, God damn he just it. had a child in between. He just has a, he has a newborn child at home and she's about to go off to college and he can't even tip the man at Christmas. Time is going he's trying to so raise fast. a family. Good Lord, God, you are such an asshole. L'chaim. to the media lunch break bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and for Arnold to get his wrinkly ass back here with the dolly my name is Chris Treble alongside me as always is my co-host Andrew Dunn say hello Andrew why doesn't he just retire I don't know he's just well he can't man he's trying to support a family alright his wife have has you not a, paid him enough that he can retire of course we don't come on man we run a podcast yeah. we've rented a warehouse for all of our content that was a horrible financial decision on our part and now arnold is paying the price and i'll be damned if i'm the one who puts him out on the street you want to lay off arnold when he's trying to put his eight daughters through college <laughs> Dude, i was gonna one make the same them- joke one of them is going to med school. The other Son one's stripping. Bitch. She's hit the pole. It's a sad story over in Arnold's apartment. He lives in an apartment with 12 children? With 12 children. <laughs> one of which has a gimp knee. I don't think you can say that anymore. But he is from a time that you can. So it's okay then. Okay? Jesus Christ. Speaking of time moving very quickly. Oh, oh yeah. Should, let me do, but by the way, I'll do this little um, thing up front just because we were going to, um, so we were going to do the creator. We were going to go and see the creator and talk about that. But Chris is a deadbeat. Yeah, I'm a deadbeat. My wife had a birthday party. We were planning that. And then I was like, we'll go, I'll go see it after the party. And then, uh, my, my oldest got sick and was like laid up and had a fever and, uh, was thrown up. Arnold? Too. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's got a gimp lung. And um, so he was like throwing up and everything and had a fever over the weekend. And I was like, I probably should not leave my wife to care for two children while I go to the movies. Um, so instead, we're going to talk about Loki, which I think is really the what character of uh, North mythology, North Norse yep. mythology. Myth- God damn it. The character of Norse mythology. This is what it feels like to be me when I try and do a joke. <laughs> Just so you know, the feeling that you're, you're having right now, this is what I do every episode. Yeah, The difference is that when it's me, I can cut it out. Let me rephrase that. When it's me, I'm willing to cut it out. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, yeah we yeah, we're going to talk about the first episode of Loki season two. Uh, as of this recording, uh, the second episode is going to come out. It will have already come out by the time this episode airs, but we haven't seen it yet. It's coming out, I believe, while we're recording this episode. Uh, let's just watch it live. That's incorrect. It's in two days. Is it in Thursdays? Is it Thursdays at night? Yes. I thought it was Tuesdays at night. No, okay. because, in fact, the last episode of Ahsoka was the same week at the same time, but two different days. Right. Okay. Okay. As the first episode of Loki. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Cool. Chris. Yes. It's time for another episode of Swiftly Coming, where we discuss the projects of all of Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriends. On this week's episode, we're talking about the one who's appeared in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, not jake gyllenhaal nope not harry styles either nope not even sebastian stan is he even one of her exes who the fuck knows it's tom hiddleston we're talking about tom hiddleston jesus fucking christ anyway season two of loki just started and we've seen the first episode which as you all know is enough for us to know exactly how good or bad the rest of the season will be chris what did you think about the first episode of loki season two i actually really liked it um i will say loki I can't tell if this is fault of the show or just like the world we live in at this point. It is. There was a little bit of like, fuck, what happened with the first season again? And it is a trippy enough show that it's hard to like really remember because it's not very it's not very linear or streamlined in in any way. Like it kind of goes all over the place. It deals with a lot of high concepts, I I guess I should say. It's very dense. It is very dense. And so there was a little bit of like, wait, what happened in the first season again? Even with the recap, I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah, there's stuff about this. I should remember that I don't. And it's not even like what happened during the course of the season. It's more like. Oh wait, how does the TVA work and how does yeah. how does branching work and pruning? Well, and they do help in some ways with like their recordings that are played back in this right. episode that I'm I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, I vaguely remember that." Yeah, as you're kind of going along, you're like, "All right, I think I'm getting all the details from season 1 I need to remember." And then it kind of goes on from there. Um uh, we should probably put spoilers for uh, episode one of season two of Loki. Yes. Spoilers. Just spoilers abound. Yeah. We're going to ruin this whole fucking thing. I but I did really like this. I think it's a strong first episode. I like he he Kwan. I think he's a great addition to the cast. I don't know how much he's going to be in it. Uh, you know, for all I know, he's going to be in this and like part of the second episode. It looks like they're sort of setting up a team of people. Yeah. Which I, so like. I think and he's lo- going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. Quite yeah. A bit. And it looks, uh, you know, and I like this team so far. Owen Wilson has some uh, some more great moments. I I and I probably said this during season one, but like he's a great addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because he seems like slightly out of sync with what they normally do. Yeah, like it's just like when you give him the ability to just be Owen Wilson, you know, it, it, it's kind of fun and and it 
feels kind of different from again kind of out of sync with what the mcu does like there's that he also tends to do more of that bill murray acting that we kind of talk about where he's never really at a 10 yeah you know he's never like a he's not like a nicholas cage where he's just always up and everything's intense he's kind of always he doesn't really go above a five yeah 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 i I think it is most intense he could get he could get himself up to a seven if he really tried yeah like you know not to get into spoiler but like there is a moment where he's running there's like a climactic moment where he's running and like that's the most intense that he gets and it's not even lines it's just him running and it's like a seven and that's not a knock it's just like a nice like they're explaining you know this talk about skin being peeled off at one point (laughs) but that whole dialogue between the two of them is just very very like you know what is it or when he's you know we've seen this in the trailer when loki is kind of like out of sync with with something it looks like he's being stretched all over the place right? Right. which is such a disturbing visual yeah every fucking time yeah it's really off-putting yeah but like he's trying to describe it and they'll and they just have this great dialogue of like how bad is it and he's like i don't know it's not that bad and he's like you said it wasn't that bad and he's like it's awful and just <laughs> the way you know it's great yeah. like there's one part where he's just like they're talking about to to him and he just kind of does this like weird like pointing motion and it's in the uh, it's when he writes skin oh, yeah, on yeah. the in the de- and he just does this weird like yep kind of motion <laughs> and i was like there's no this is one of the high tense moments of like they're explaining how the climax of this episode is going to play out like this is the big plan this is what we're building to and he has this just moment of just like whatever man like i guess we'll fucking do this and it's just kind of lays this this kind of like nice casualness that owen wilson is kind of known for but he just it works really well in this that i really really like I think the plot that they're laying out for this, I think, feels more streamlined than the last plot, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it feels like just a this is ha- going to happen and we got to get to the end rather than kind of going off on all these multiverses and these different virgin branches and time dilation, everything. It's just kind of like you got to do this and we know this guy's co- we know Kang's coming so we got to do something to stop Kang and that's it. And we just kind of go straight through. Um, what do you, how are you feeling about this? I haven't, I haven't seen the first episode. I really like it. Uh, I agree with you. In fact, I was sort of like, how many episodes, like I was thinking about it. And I was like, man, a lot happened in the first season, didn't it? Yeah. And I was like, how many episodes was that? Was that like a 12 episode season? It's like I eight, went back and looked. It? Six. It's six. Six Jesus. episodes. I know that's, I was like, there's no way. Cause if you told me, Hawkeye right. was six episodes. I'd be like, yeah, probably. And I honestly don't remember what it was. If you told me Secret Invasion was six episodes, I'd be like, yeah, probably. But I don't remember. Because you didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. No, I did, unfortunately. But if you asked, if you told me before I checked that Loki, I, I would have done exactly what you did. Probably eight or nine episodes. Yeah. Like, if you told me it was six, I'd have been like, nah, I don't think so. I'd have to go back and check for myself. Six episodes. Yeah. So that's the mark of a good show as well for me. Is like, if you go back and you're like, they told that whole story in six episodes. There's no fucking filler in that. Yeah, no, they trimmed all the fat. So it's a, it's a good problem to have mm-hmm. that, like, so much happened in the first season that I'm kind of lost in the second season. Um, I kind of I had the thought as well after this episode, I was like, should I go back and re-? it would take me like, I don't know, three, three hours to rewatch the well, whole if it's six episodes. 
like it would take roughly well minus there's usually like they're like 47 minutes so maybe right exactly so like three and a half four hours something like that yeah yeah yeah. that's how long it would take you to rewatch the whole thing so like might be worth it i guess yeah but i also don't feel lost i do feel like okay i get the objectives Kei Kwan is like, hey, do this thing or else you'll die. And then he has to do the thing. So, like, I, I get it. I'm I'm following it for the most part. It's great to see all of these actors back and working together. It's great to see the new faces as well. I think everybody is working really well together. And the direction and the writing is fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I think everybody is kind of really they're on point. I'm trying to think if there's anything like kind of things, uh, flags or bumps that you're hitting where you're like, uh, I don't know if this Every gonna... time I see Jonathan Major's face, yeah, I'm like, are we doing this? Are we on? Are we all on board with this? What's going well, on? I mean, c- clearly he's in it at some point. Yeah, we because know. Because it was the post credit scene in Ant-Man, which is yeah. a preview of something. And that was also the, was it a post credit scene in season one or something too? We've seen that that old timey scene twice somewhere. Oh, I don't Maybe know. Maybe it was in a trailer or or a clip they released or something. Yeah, he's definitely in it at some point. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it too. Like this is one of those things that, like, whether or not he's found guilty, every time I fucking see him, I'm gonna be like, pull <laughs> that guy. Yeah, that's that guy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. man, a whole lot of women have said he did it. <laughs> yeah, he, the, right now he's a uh, that that guy. You know, and you're right. Every, and his face is everywhere in this. He's not in it, but it's just his face is everywhere. Although it's I mean, it's funny because I was seeing like the giant statues and the moldings and everything that they have all over his face. And I was like, there were a couple of them. And it may, this may just not be like the best CGI in the world. And that's kind of a hard thing. But, uh, but I was like, there's a couple of those where I was like, that looks like him but like different enough that i was like they could make that someone else i guess yeah like i don't know who i'm just saying that it's not one someone specific i'm thinking of i, I mean like, i still say just lean into it have him actually morph in like yes do it do a doctor who where he, you know he dies and then he just becomes someone else and just make it regina king for the love of christ yeah well that's the thing is that we saw twenty thousand loki's last season and all of you know some of them were Tom Hiddleston, but then others were other actors. Yeah, one of like, them was. Oh, no, that was Thor. I was going to say one of them was a frog. frog. Yes. One of them was an alligator. Yep. Yes, you're right. And so I'm like, there's no reason why. I mean, the only reason we would have to stick with this is because we saw 20 million Kangs in a stadium. But not of all Kangs. of them looked like Jonathan Majors. Yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could. The ones that we saw up close look like Jonathan Majors, but that's not to say that... Not the all of them, man. One, really? The, yeah, there's one that looks like an alien or something. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. like super up close. It's it's made to look like there's a comic cover that uh, where they made Kang, like the Council of Kangs, and there's like a thousand Kangs on the comic cover, right, and right, that right, was right. what that was a, a, a reference to, an homage to, and it, on that comic cover, there's like a super weird-looking alien version of Kang, and in the very front of that shot, there's a super weird alien version of Kang. Okay, so, but yeah, you're right, like there's no what I'm saying is like there's no reason in the multiverse that everybody has to look like that person. They've already in this show they've established that. So there could be just a at any point it shifts. They do something that causes a branch and it shifts. And now that Kang no longer looks like that Kang. 
And it's Regina King, <laughs> the actor Regina King. Just wakes up in her dressing room and is like, how did I get here? And it's just King Dynasty. And then King and Dynasty. Then it works. You don't even wow. have to change. It's just one letter, man. It's it. That's pretty just crazy. One letter. You're not even overworking the graphics. Yeah, it's going to be like a Barbenheimer situation where the memes sell the movie. Right. It can work. It can work. For, and she's like, but I'm just an actor. Or am I? And then she takes over the multiverse. Do you want to? I mean, she already has in my heart. Do you want to uh, discuss? There's a pretty big Easter egg in this that I doubt that you noticed. You call me dumb. Anyway, the Easter egg. <laughs> yes, please. Is uh, is uh, potentially the Scarlet Witch. Where was this at? At the very end, during the credits, there's a part that has a bunch of post-its up uh-huh. that presumably Mobius has put up. Yeah. And a lot of them mention hex magic. Oh. Uh, there's a reference to something at the top of the the temple at the top of the Dark Mountain or oh. something like that. There's a lot of stuff like that. And we know that Scarlet Witch is coming back. Yeah. Uh, we're not super sure where we'll see her again first. We're pretty sure she's going to be in Kang Dynasty. Yeah. But she could come up before then. But yeah, I wonder if... There's going to be something leading into maybe Agatha or something like that. That's interesting. I yeah. um, Because is that the next one up? Is Agatha the next series up? Could be. Cool. There's no way to check. That's the problem. You know what I mean? It's really. I wish there was a system. To be fair, with all the uh, SAG strike, with who knows where anything. Oh, that's true. At this point, nothing's coming out. So anyway, so they're just going to shift this all around. I've stopped checking. Dates and delays and everything yeah. like that because I'm like it'll come out when it comes yeah, out. Ain't yeah, that the truth. So yeah, so you're right. I'm wondering if this could lead into. I feel like a woman. Feel like a woman. Sorry. No, that's good. That was very X. good. That was X. good. I like that. Is she going to be the artist that we just referenced all episode this time? We had a lot of Taylor <laughs> last time, but why not go to one of the OGs? We'll go back to Shania. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I get them mixed up, honestly. No, you don't. You pr- <laughs> actually, no. Actually, for you, I would believe that. Yeah. <laughs> you, I would totally believe you would White mix up women. Shania Twain. <laughs> get and, them all mixed and, up. Uh, yeah. Taylor Swift. One time I saw your wife and I was like, is that Taylor Swift? And I was like, yeah, well, it is. Yeah. yeah. You can tell because she's ignoring me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true fact. <laughs> <laughs> she also goes on tour for long periods of time out of the house. <laughs> She's also upset with the relationships she has. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> By the way, it's a matter of time on Sebastian Stan and her. Let's be honest with ourselves, okay? If she hasn't gotten to it yet. Yeah, I mean, how many men are left? I mean, there's you and there's me and there's Sebastian Stan. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. I think we already established the last episode that we have dated. Tell it. Whatever. I must have Shania Twain. Jesus Christ. Taylor Swift. Probably. I can't tell anymore. Uh, right. And a lot of fun was had by some. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the Swifties are gonna kill us. <laughs> they're and they're a lethal. But hell hath no fury like a Swifty. Let me tell you, I welcome it. You know what? I do too. Swallow us alive. I don't care. <laughs> We're gonna be death by pelting of friendship bracelets. Um. Oh, what I was gonna say uh, just before we get to the post credit scene, I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make one of my wild predictions. Oh, Here yeah, we go. Do. Ready? I think because we were talking about. Where this series is leading up and it might launch us into Agatha 
which which could be the next season, the next series. But unfortunately, there's no way to check that or not. But instead of launching for, from one series to the next, I think I'm going to make a wild prediction and say all the series are going to end with some sort of lead up to Kang Dynasty. Oh, so they're all going to kind of like have their own whatever angle they're coming into Kang Dynasty from. They're going to lead up to that. And then we'll have all these kind of loose threads that when you sew them together, make Kang Dynasty or where those characters come into Kang Dynasty. That's my prediction between this and Agatha and whatever else is coming out. <laughs> what the fuck? It did that again. <laughs> it did the balloon thing. <laughs> that was frightening. Again. It's frightening every time. Is it a motion? You did, yeah, you did like a circle or something. I did this. I was doing circle or something. I don't like this. I don't like this. This is now every, you know what this is? This right here. (laughs) Okay. Every fucking time we do a fucking episode now, the Skype thing does a weird thing. Where it releases balloons or rainstorm or I don't know, a fucking leprechaun comes out and punches <laughs> me in the face or something. I don't know. I, it's just weird. I don't like this. Yeah. I don't know how the balloon thing keeps happening. Congratulations. I, <laughs> I thought maybe it would do it. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't even say happy birthday or something. I know. Nope, nothing on happy birthday. Okay. I know. It never anyway, is. I don't like uh, this. And now that we've done that, who do you think... I forgot what they called it. Pruned? Yes. Who do you think, who do you think pruned him? So... Okay. For anyone who doesn't know, yeah. and you should really watch the show, but if you haven't and you're listening to this, uh, at the very end, there's, the whole point of this is they're trying to prune Loki, or, or they're like, hey, there's like two different versions of you, basically, and they're freaking out. So the only way to fix that and to make it so that you don't just like blow up into fucking annihilation. Time dust or whatever. Yeah, yeah, is to uh, do this series of things that ends with you pruning yourself, which is like killing one version of yourself. Yeah. And he... Right as he's supposed to do it, gets zapped into another timeline. And he's like, oh, shit. And he starts running around looking for one of those pruning sticks. He finds Sylvie, who's like, oh, there you are. And just as he sees her, first of all, you see a single tear fall from his eyes, which is beautiful. Uh, And then someone behind him who you don't see prunes him. Who do you think it is? Himself. Me too. Yeah, I think it's going to I think they're going to show that that thing. I think this will call a come back around. Yeah. It's going to be a whole uh, Back to the Future 2 thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the reason I think that is because Sylvie's like, oh, there you are. And like, so she's he's there. She's looking for him. Right. So that would make sense that he's already in the area. And I definitely think it's someone on the team, at least. Who knows? Oh shit! This is where he like it could be Mobius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's probably Loki. Yeah, I think it's probably Loki. It's gonna come around that. Yeah, he pruned himself, but he wasn't. I don't know. There's. I can't even. This is. It's gonna give me a headache if I try and like kind of lay out. He doesn't know. It's very simple. He's in the future. Yeah, I'm saying like by episode eight. Yeah. It's going to be like something went wrong and then you got to come back around to this thing. And he's like, I have to now prune myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's going to be running down a hallway and see himself and be like, wait, oh, I remember this and find a pruning stick and stab himself. Yeah. Post credits. Post credits. Yes. Let's do it. I'm confused by it. (laughs) So uh, this is confusing. 
are you talking about? McDonald's honestly is the place where dreams come true. It really is. Yeah. If your dream is cardiac arrest. I love seeing a period piece McDonald's and things. I don't know why. Dude, wasn't that baller? It yeah. just, I, I don't like know. Like the founder? It just, oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. But it gives me such joy. I don't know why. Maybe it just takes me back to like when I was a kid and seeing yeah. a McDonald's then. In 1982. In 1982. Yeah. yeah. Which is when the sixth place. Fun fact. He says, would you like to try our new chicken McNuggets? The chicken McNuggets came out in 1981. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So he says the new McNuggets because they, they just came out the year before. Oh, you didn't even have to look that fact up, didn't you? You just knew that. With your love. <laughs> I knew it in my gut next to the McNuggets. Yeah, because they're the same McNuggets that came From out in 1981. 1981. That's right. Well, they say lifetime supply, man. They are not kidding. <laughs> yeah, she uh, ends up in... Oki. What is Oki? Oklahoma. Yes. She ends, ends up in Oklahoma and then goes into a McDonald's. A place. I forget what town it is. Maybe Braxton or something yes. like that. It's the town where in Thor uh, Thor moved Asgard to in the comics. Yes. And so everybody was freaking the fuck out about that. But yeah, I, I wonder if I think that's one of those details not to read too much into. Maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like they threw it in because it's one of those things that Marvel does well where they're like, we need a town. Throw this one in. This is a nice Easter egg. It doesn't cost us anything to do that. So let's just throw it in right there. I don't think it's going to be a giant Thor reference, but you never know. But that being said, I, I'm I'm interested. I think this is going to be Sylvie trying to find a life for herself, like an actual identity. Because she just looks around at everybody having fun. Yeah. And then I think that's the end of Sylvie right there. She's going to order a Big Mac and she's going to sit down and she's going to eat it. She's going to go. She's like, this is what I've been missing. This is what I've been missing. And then uh, that's it. And she's like, this is good enough. That's fine. I'll go back to doing everything else I was doing now. Turns out all the stuff I wanted, the sheer simple joys of life. I got it. Yeah. I got it now. Yeah. Big Mac. Yeah. Chicken nugget. Yeah. Sweet and sour sauce. And it's in the U.S. and the South. So she got herself like a 40 piece. Oh, for sure. I really want because she said, I want it all and uh, or I want everything, something like that. And I really want the next scene we see her in is to be that poor manager, like plopping 20 trays of food down. And she's like, what? He's like, you ordered one of please don't make me throw all this out. Yeah, And he's like, anyway, that'll be four hundred dollars. And then the next scene is literally her just sitting there eating it. And that's and that's the end of Sylvie. Yeah, that's it. Oh, people um, were saying that the door looks like uh, what's that thing in X Men? Oh, um, Cerebro. Cerebro. And everyone's like, "Is that an X Men reference?" No, it just step off, Cerebro. Looks like a door. Yeah, I think it's just similarly designed. It's just a door. Speaking of which, though, the design in the show is fantastic. It really is. I the lighting, love the set design, coloration, and the editing. Everything. It's so good. Yeah. I love this design so much. I know we said it last season too, but I love. The vintage. I love how analog everything in the TVA is. It just yeah. makes no sense. And I love it to death. Even beyond that, though, when they're walking up to the, the loom of doom or whatever that room is, yeah. the, the loom doom, the loom room of doom. Yep. Whatever they call it. Yeah. 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 They they're walking up to it. And it's like gr- like gritty, grimy, like old. It looks like it hasn't been cleaned very much. And yeah. it's very gray. And then the doors open. And once they're inside, everything is super washed out and bright and colorful and everything. Yes. Just literally on the other side of the door. Right. It's just really, really interesting it's the way really, they do that. Really and in fact, great. even the post credit scene, I was talking to Melinda about it because I was like the 
cohesiveness of the production team to be able to put that together in the way that they did. It's, you know, it requires such a strong and seamless communication between costumes, lighting on set, the editor who's colorizing everything, the director. Right. I, I mean, just... Uh, the set design, like all of it is colored in a way that is then amplified by the lighting and then amplified by the editing. And it, it just all is so cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. I think Miss Minutes is. <laughs> well, I, I'm so fascinated by Miss Minutes. I just wanted to show up again. But I really just. You know what I would love if it turns out she's like the big bad of the season. Yeah. Of the phase. Yeah. Not the phase. The the saga. No. Right? The yes. King, yeah. They're yeah, gonna, yeah. The, the first trailer for Kang Dynasty that comes out, they're going to show Kang Dynasty and cross off the word Kang and put Minute. There you go. Make her the bad guy. If, if we can't. Yes. That would be s- such. <laughs> Oh, insane move to make a little animated <laughs> clock. To, let's let's put all our chips on the little animated clock. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, I know we casted what looks like it was going to be the next major superstar of Hollywood in a giant character role that people have been clamoring for since we started the MCU. But since it turns out that guy's a criminal, we're going to shift and we're going to put all our money into the little animated clock character and she's going to be the new big bad. That's I think that's a baller move right there. That's what we should do. Hey, guys, let's do that. Miss Minutes, the Miss Minutes dynasty. It's going to be great. I like this idea. I don't. I think it's brilliant. Well, I think we can agree. A lot of fun would be had by some. That's true. Would you like to move on to the reading assignment? Let's do the reading assignment. Chris. Yes. Nemesis by Mark Miller is the story of a man going after high profile members of law enforcement and brutally murdering anyone who stands in his way. The depictions of violence in this story are grotesque, visceral, sickening. It's like C-SPAN, but less disturbing. Chris, today's reading assignment is Nemesis by Mark Miller. Yeah. So, by the way, I... Basically, you can use like some of the marketing for this when it came out to basically sum up what the plot is. And it's basically, <laughs> swear to God, when the marketing came out, I think the one poster said, what if Batman was a cunt? And then, <laughs> swear to God, and then for some reason, DC balked on this. OK, and didn't really like this idea for marketing. And I was and I'm like, come on, don't be. Don't be a bunch of pansy cunts. That's interesting. Wikipedia says that it was what if Batman was the Joker? That's the next one that came out. There is one. I had read an article about that's this. That's so interesting. It says that that's the first one. Or vice versa. It was. Well, it says it's the only one. No, I definitely read an article where Mark Millar said, like, oh, one of the posters was like, what if Batman was a cunt? And then they didn't really like that. By the way, I, we should also say before we really get into this, because it's going to happen a bunch for anyone listening. Chris pronounces that man's name wrong. It's I not- don't believe that's true. I believe it it's Millar. I, I looked up a video with him. Did he say it? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, then I it's, stand correct. It's, it's Mark Miller. Okay. We've talked about this many times, but Chris refuses to change it. One day he'll give me an additional pizza and he'll start pronouncing that man's name correctly. Arnold, get me a new bit form, please. I need to fill out a new bit form. Okay. Thank you. All right. You want to do this? Yeah. Have one of your 47 kids bring it to you. Yeah. Um... <laughs> 
Fine, it's Miller. All right. I didn't. I honestly thought there was a video where he said, like, stop saying it's Miller. It's Millar. I probably the opposite. But we said the opposite. OK. All right. Yeah, cool. And you were just like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not going to do what you yeah. tell me. Let's spell it with an E, <laughs> jackass. Right? Yeah. Just legally change your name. Fuck face. It's not that hard. OK. Yeah. Oh, fucking dickhead. Anyway, it is. You know, it's weird. I read it. Yesterday, so I, I've I've been sitting with it for over twenty four hours now. It's very quick. Mm-hmm. A lot happens in it. Yes, I don't. I'm not super sure how I feel about it. I okay. think I like it. Uh, I should. I don't know who. Do you know who did the artwork? Uh, Jorge Jimenez. Nope. No. Oh no. Is that? Oh, that's Reloaded that that you have up there. Okay, hold on. If you hear this and you're like, oh, maybe I'll check out Nemesis. There are now two versions of Nemesis. There is the original one and that Steve one, McNiven. And, thank you. Which with art by Steve McNiven. And then and basically that's a four issue miniseries that kind of just starts and ends. Right. And then years, a couple years later, in fact, this past year, Mark. M- M- fuck. Yeah, I I'm told so you. used to it. Mark Miller was like, you know what? We're going to redo this again. And there's a reason, which I might talk about later on, close to the end. But we're redoing this again. So it kind of retold the story of Nemesis, but made some changes to the origin story and kind of the world and everything like that. And it's kind of a new plot. It's not far off from the from the from this one that we read from the original, but it's. It's different enough, okay? And I, I could talk about that after that, after we talk about this first Because, one. yeah, I'll, uh, so you kind of think you know what it's about. Yes. And then, like, on the last page or yes. two? Yes. Y- it changes everything. Yes. So that's fascinating and interesting. Right. And it's one of those twists, without giving what the twist is, that it does, I can see it, like, it can make or break this for you. Yeah. Like, if you don't like that twist or that little epilogue point... Uh, you know, you could like it and be like, oh, that's really interesting. Or if you don't, you're going to be like, well, fuck this whole thing. Yeah, well, it's interesting, though, too, because like if you don't like it, just pretend like the the book stopped two pages ago. True. Like it's one hundred and twelve pages. Just stop reading at one hundred and ten if you really liked it. Uh, so to me, it's not it's interesting because I feel the opposite. I feel like it doesn't really add or take away anything. Right. That twist, like it's just kind of thrown onto it. Like I almost kind of wish that's what the story was about. Right. And if we knew the entire time and maybe, you know, the main guy didn't know and thought it was this other thing, we could see sort of a dichotomy between the characters. And yeah, but there is like a a huge left turn literally at the end. Right. (laughs) So basically, just to give like a quick like a, uh, without trying to spoil this as much as possible, like the premise of Nemesis is that basically imagine if Batman was a villain, like an international villain, because he's like the smartest guy in the world. He has all the, the resources in the world and he likes to set out and kill police officers. But like high ranking, high ranking, not just yeah. like not just guys on the street, just like, yeah. you know, police captains, basically yeah, commissioners, stuff like that. Yeah. And so he sets his sight on one specific like he goes to country to country. I think we open up on, in Japan and then he sets his sight on there's one police officer in America that he is going to defeat, essentially, through just 
utter like humiliation and and like and it's not just like I'm going to come and kill you. He's like, I'm going to break you like mentally and physically and utterly leave you in ruins. And then I'm probably also going to slit your throat at the end of this. Yeah. And he basically is like, hey, in three days. You're going to die. But before then, I'm going to fuck with you somewhat awful. And also, I'm going to torture the country as well. Yeah. And then and it's basically it's a cat and mouse of them trying to. It's yeah, it's kind of like a kind of it's almost a suspenseful like chase. Hi, uh, not quite a heist movie, but like it's one of those. Yeah. So you're kind of like on the fence if you're not you're not sure how you feel about that. Yeah. Well, I because it is like disturbingly violent. Yes, it is. Which is typical for Mark Miller. So right, if, yeah. It, it it does at times feel like sort of an updated version of um, V for Vendetta oh, I as well. I can kind of see that. Like maybe how they would do it today if it were written today. It is... Uh, it's interesting. I have. Should we get? I have. I want to talk about some spoilers. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into just like absolutely okay. spoiling this? No. The only thing I would say that can be kind of spoiler free is it is. And again, and we talked about this with the last Mark Miller thing that we read. It's old James Bond. Oh basically. yeah, I don't remember. The you name. know what I'm talking about? Is that um, he is. Not light on plot, but he tends to speed through things very quickly. So, like, you don't sit with anything. And, and you know, he kind of gives you exactly what you need to get through the story. But there's not a lot of, like, much else after that. King of Spies. Uh, you know, King of Spies. Thank you. So it does, like, it, it's one of those things where you're like, this could go for an, an extra issue. Yeah. If you added a little more context and texture into it, but that doesn't that isn't really his style. So, like, I can see how some people would read this and read the four issues and be like, that was really like just it feels like a letdown because it's just basically the plot straight through. Yeah. Like a beeline straight through the plot. Like and a not a lot shot, of background. Just yeah. Like a one shot. Yeah, yeah. Just get it done. And there's not like a lot of like pathos of like let's flash back and see why we I, right. you know yeah this could be a single issue of a comic yeah i guess you like could. you cut out a lot of the violence yes. and the bloodshed and the psychological torture and shit like that if you just make it about the plot it could be one issue yeah i think you can make it like it would, i think you'd have to make it like a like a double size issue, like one of those special editions where it's like 40 pages. Maybe even then, man, there's a lot of like, I'm taking this airplane and I'm riding my motorcycle and now yeah. I'm jumping off a bridge and now I'm killing all these guards. And you could you could chop it down to probably one issue. I'm not going to say that that would make it better. Right. Because I actually don't think that it would. It would probably make it much worse because I think a lot of. What makes this interesting is kind of the horrible things that happen and like that fulfills the narrative right. that you of what you think is happening right. as well. Let's get into some spoilers. You wanted to get into some spoilers. All right. I'm about to spoil the fucking shit out of this. So stop listening because uh, I'm going straight to the last two pages. So here we go. Do it. So you find out it's not anybody who actually knows the officer. It's just some rando rich guy. Yeah, I think. Yes. Okay. Because I, I, he leaves him a letter, so that it, it's he's he like, doesn't leave him a letter. Someone else does. Someone else leaves him a letter. Yeah. Yeah. That's like I run this business that lets rich people 
try to kill cops? Basically, yeah. It's like uh, rich people who have nothing to do and are bored out of their minds. Like the uber, uber wealthy. Or ready to die, too. Can pay me a service and I'll, like, make them into nemesis to be able to fuck around. Yeah, well, what do you do? You you give them a costume? I guess. For, like, $10 billion? Well, I would assume that, I guess what it is is, like, they pay him and it was a little kind of vague on exactly what it is and I think that's purposely done uh, and I'll say why in a second but the idea is basically he the cop fights nemesis and nemesis is saying like we're gonna I'm gonna defeat you and da 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 and finally at the very end the cop wins question hard question mark on that right but basically they capture nemesis but at the cost of a lot of things for the cop family and job and things like that. And it flashes forward to, I uh, forget how much time later. And he gets a letter basically saying like, Hey, congratulations on defeating nemesis. Also, I'm actually nemesis. And the guy you defeated isn't me. But what I do as, ne- as the real nemesis is that I run a company for the Uber rich. And what we do is if you pay this, I will tr- make you I think what I'm gathering from this is I make you into nemesis or like a version of nemesis and then you can just for funsies become a supervillain and then that's it right and that's the service but so like this random rich guy was how did he train to like jump on planes and shit right but here's the thing I think it's purposely slightly vague because you're supposed to question like is that story even true? Sure. Because there's a lot of this that like the, the, he purpose like Nemesis never takes his mask off and it's like rigged to explode if it does. Yeah. So you never know who this person is. And they say that they give a backstory of like who this guy is. And he like he, I think he says why he's targeting this one. He does. He says he's tar- he kind of explains why he's targeting this one cop because he's the cop that supposedly arrested his parents. But that might not even be true. And so there's a lot. Of, there's a web of lies. And every time you think you figured something out, it turns out Nemesis is. And this is the point of this character is that he is like 10 steps ahead of you. Like all these plots are supposedly, you know, laid out seven to ten years in advance at literally every step so like every time the cops think that they have one up on nemesis he's like no that's this is all part of the plan and essentially what you're reading through these four issues while you think it's up back and forth is literally nemesis just going step by step through a plan if he sends a letter to everyone who beats his rich assholes right wouldn't the police already know right but the thing is i think he's the first one to ever do it yeah, right. That, but this is what I'm saying. I think. Well, why it's, would that guy send that letter then? Because it ruins it for the for moving forward. Unless maybe he retired or something. Well, he, like, but he also says you are you're now not going to be a target ever again. Right. So I think the idea is like, all right, you win. And I, you know, I, that, why would you do that though? Because that guy could be like, oh shit. So that's who this is. Here you go, police. Yeah, but the, he. But there's no way to track where this letter came from. And it, for sure. But you know, it's not the same dude. Then that's a pretty important piece of information. It is. But what are you going to do with that information? You don't know where to go from there. You know what I mean? Like the guy. Yes. But I I would still give it over to the police. Maybe they could check it for fingerprints or so, something. But like, again, this guy is so ahead of ahead of everything. It, it would probably come up with nothing. It would be a dead end. Then why would you even leave that door open? 
open by giving a letter uh, at all because he knows how to defeat because he's he's smart enough to know how to like I don't know, it seems pretty cocky to me he is cocky that's he's the, arrogant the, that's yes, gonna get is. him in trouble he's extremely arrogant but he is smart enough to to know how to do this that he doesn't have to worry about like getting caught that's why he said that's why he's comfortable sending the letter but also again this might be bullshit yeah like that guy might be nemesis the guy that that got caught do you think the waiter was neighbor nemesis he could, he could be i fully expected that yeah that he's the like you never fucking know and that's the point of this character is like you never know what is true and what is not throughout the whole story it, it does to me at least make this character kind of intriguing sure is that like you there's just you never know you never have sure footing like in many ways Miller does a really good job of like putting you in the world that Nemesis is in because you, you yourself like just don't are, are never sure of where you are yeah. which is what he's trying to do to every one of his enemies every time he he goes out yeah like he just fucks with them well, and it's definitely told from the perspective of the police detective right and you feel like you're kind of in that guy's shoes right and you do you because you just never know and but that even up until that last point you just never know you're it's still in his shoes you're like i don't know if this is what for all we know that the guy that who the the police officer might be like, I don't know if this is true or not. Like, I yeah. can't. You, there's just no way of knowing. Maybe he's nemesis. Maybe he is like that was a possibility that somehow he's nemesis, uh, you know, and he because. Yeah. <laughs> Who fucking knows? That's what I'm saying. Like, it it doesn't, you know, it's fucking crazy. I, yeah. Actually, now that I'm talking about this, I enjoy this more than I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah. Uh, would you give it a recommendation? Like if someone was like looking for something? Yeah, I'm not sure how much it costs at your local comic shop, but it uh, yeah, it's worth a read. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you can go to a comic shop and just read it in the fucking store um, or check it out. They might, they might have it in the library. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's worth reading. It's fun. It might be your thing. I Here's what you know what? Here's how I'll sell it. If you like the boys, the TV show. Yeah, this is you will like this. Yeah, you will like this. And also, yeah. I think it's an improvement on it. It's you know, we made the, the mistake a little while ago of reading the boys, the comic. Yeah. Thinking it might be like the show. It's so different and weird and awful and hard to get through. Yeah. This is a lot more like the TV show, the boys. It's funny because it does Miller and a lot of, in a lot of Miller stuff. And we've said like, it is ultra violent and yeah. like hyper violent to, you know, that is kind of his style, but I do find him a better writer than who the fuck wrote the boys. I don't remember. I thought it that's where you were going. I thought you were going to tell me he wrote the boys. And I was like, did he? No, he didn't. No, it's, um, Grant, Ennison, I think is his name. Yeah, I think it's Ennison. Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis. Sorry, I knew it was a G and an Ennis. Garth Ennis. I find his right. I've read some of his other stuff, and it's not some of his other stuff is good too. Uh, Garth Ennis, I mean, but especially the boys, I found it like really just like whacking you over the head with like a lot of hyper violence, but then not great actual story. Whereas this, it's hyper violent, and so if that's not your thing. You're not going to like this. But that being said, I think the one thing that can help people, even if you're not into things that are hyper violent, I find Mark Miller a better writer. Like, I I think he is a really good writer. Yeah. And he just for some reason chooses to live 
in this very hyper violent style. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, too, because I think it does. You know, that's the thing, right, is that the boys, the biggest problem with the violence is that it doesn't really serve the story. Right. Whereas this, if you removed like if you removed the violence from the boys, you would have nothing. Right. From the comic. Yeah. If you remove the violence from this, I don't know that I would be able to recommend it. Like it's it's still a good story right but that's the thing right it's like there's still something there but the difference but is that a, i was just gonna say is actually i i think the opposite if you were to remove the violence from this i think you still could recommend it because the plot itself is strong hang enough on that, though like, hear me okay, out sorry because the the i don't think i could recommend it but not by much like i think it would just be under because i think the violence serves the story like that's what i think the difference is is that like without the violence it's good, but I don't know that it would jump off the page for me as much as it did reading it. I think it needs th- a, a story like this needs you to slap you in the face right up front and be like, pay attention to this. Yeah. And then you start to see the plot and the characters and the relationships and stuff. Whereas like if I was if it didn't have any of the violence and I was just thumbing through it, I'd be like, yeah, OK, whatever. What's going on here? What's happening? I don't understand. Fair. You know, and then you get to the end and you're like, oh, OK, sure, whatever. But I think the difference between this and the boys is that the violence serves the story. Yeah, I can understand that for sure. So here's the other thing. So really quick, there is I mentioned Nemesis Reloaded. So this is what this this is what Nemesis Reloaded is. I'll try and do this kind of spoiler free, but I'll say spoilers for Nemesis Reloaded just in case. Basically, it is the story of Nemesis again, but they've changed it. So first of all, the origin they say in the in the one that we read is different. They give a little more of this guy's origin. It's pretty different from what that origin is. And it seems to be actually true. Like they seem to actually basically say like, no, this is really who the, the origin that we're giving you about why this guy is doing what he's doing is the actual case. He's not making this up. It might not be. It's not a cover story. This is his actual origin. And they also get into how he trained to become nemesis as well. And there's a reason for that, that I, I will spoil in a little bit, but also they change it. So he does go after, it's the same idea. Nemesis targets a cop, like a high ranking officer, But this time, instead of being basically someone from Washington, it's Los Angeles. And he just fucks Los Angeles to no end, like the city itself. And goes after basically like the new mayor and the new captain of of the police force. Basically, actually, it's the mayor of Los Angeles. He goes after the mayor of Los Angeles, who just got elected. And the mayor is a former cop. And so this is the perfect time for Nemesis to come after the former mayor. And you find out why, exactly why, when uh, when you read it, which is very similar to what the one we read is. But it's just, it, they changed the type of person he's going after. They changed the city of where he's going after. And basically, he just fucks with the city of Los Angeles for like, I think it's like four or five issues. But it's really interesting. Hmm. And then the reason he did this, the reason Mark Miller did this and this is kind of out there right now. You can find this on the internet pretty easily. But I'll, uh, but just, again, spoilers for the end of this. Is it turns out that Nemesis was created... The, the way he became Nemesis is he was trained by an organization that is basically 
the organization of villains from Wanted. Oh. And that and it's leading into it's, it led into what is a series that's going on right now called The Big Dance, which is that Mark Miller said, guess what? All my different stories that were supposed to be different universes, they're all one universe. Oh, wow. So there's a, now a giant Mark Miller universe Every, and throughout, I think Big Dance is in like three or four issues now. And it's got Kingsman, it's got Wanted, it's got Nemesis, it's got old James Bond or whatever, it's got yeah. Kick-Ass. Everybody is making an appearance in this. Oh, like, wow. Literally everyone is making some sort of... He's killing off char- his, his characters. Wow. And everything. Like, no one is safe in this in the Mark Miller way. It's kind of interesting. But like I said, if you like this... Nemesis Reloaded might be worth it. Uh, and if you like other Mark Miller stuff, Wanted Everything, it's kind of worth... I mean, he's got a lot of stuff, so it'd be hard to go through everything. But I have kind of wanted to get into some of his other stuff because I'm kind of interested in the big dance. Yeah, so that's yeah. something to like keep an eye out for. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's kind of like where this whole thing kind of led. That's why they redid it again. Anyway, so there's that. You have a... a um, a reading assignment for me, sir? Yeah, I had one. You're not wild about it, are you? I haven't read it yet. Okay. But it's one I've been meaning to read. It's one I, I think I've mentioned on the show before, thinking about uh, assigning to you. Okay. I'm trying to go through. I got a stack of comics sitting right next to my desk. Sure. That I've been trying to make my way through. And uh, assigning them as a reading assignment is an easy way for me to do that. So I think I'm just going to do it. Do it. Um, do it. Do I've it. heard very good things about this. And uh, I'm assigning to you the good Asian. Okay, cool. I like this idea. Is this one we got from Comic-Con last year? No, it isn't. I've still got a, a, all, all we have left. Okay. We have, because um, we could do Mr. Beaver also, which I think is the only trade paperback we have left to talk about, which I loved. I think it's amazing. And I will see you on Thursday and I could hand it off to you then. Is that to you which one which one would you rather do you know what what the writer of mr beaver is going to be at comic-con okay and i kind of want to go and see what he's working on okay. i don't think he speaks english oh yeah you you mentioned that before um yeah. but the only other stuff i have from comic-con last year is all like single issues okay so let's do that i'm gonna try and blow through these before thursday also Okay, but uh, Mr. Let's, uh, let's do Mr. Beaver and I'll try to remember great. to bring that on great, Thursday. Great, great. Awesome. All right. Sounds good. Uh, OK, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I like that idea. So we'll do Mr. Beaver. Mr. Beaver. I barely know her. <laughs> oh, fuck. Arnold, actually, <laughs> never mind, Arnold. It's not going to stick. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, anyway, uh, I think that's is that it? Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, Andrew. What? What? Hey, what? Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break, where much fun was had by some. You can also find us on Twixer, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Uh, we are on TikTok somehow, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. We have merch on Teespring, which you can find on our Twixer. It's the pinned, the first tweet you see. We're also at Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break if you would like to help out, support the show. You can send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud or YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For um, I don't know. She looks like Taylor Swift to me. I don't know why. Well, all women do to you. I or think. Shania Twain. Yep. Who or can, your wife. Well, all three. 
They're all the same person anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's me, isn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, like Andrew said, you can leave a, a rating and a reviewing. You can leave it right in app. It really does help. If you leave a five-star rating, you can leave whatever you want in that review box. This week, I'll tell you what, if you leave a five-star rating in that review box, I just want you to say freedom for Arnold, okay? Because someday, someday he'll finally be able to find financial freedom and be free. To put his 200 children into college. That's right. That's right. Get that one off the pipe. Other than that, here's the thing. We we talked about first episode of Loki. We talked about Nemesis. Next week is going to be the best damn day of the week. Tuesday, Newsday. Tuesday, Newsday. Yeah. And then after that... I don't know if the creator is still going to be around after that, honestly. So we might not get to that. Yeah. But uh, and honestly, shouldn't we talk about Comic-Con anyway? Yeah, we'll see. Let's let I'm going to. I was thinking that, too. I was like, let's yeah. pencil in like talking about Comic-Con. Yeah. And then if we get through Comic-Con and we're like, uh, fucking nothing happened. Yeah. Then yeah. we'll we'll go from there. Or maybe we'll do like kind of a like a half and half subject where it's like quick Comic Con wrap up and then maybe a little something else and then we'll do uh, the uh, is it Mr Beaver? Yes, it sure is, Mr Beaver. I barely know her. <laughs> oh, it's sticking. It worked just as well the second time. It's sticking. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna make it. Okay. All right. Arnold, draw up the paperwork. I guess this is happening now. What was I just saying? Oh, yeah, so that's what we're doing. Oh, but what I was going to say is, in the meantime, if you have an idea for something we should talk about, you saw a show or something, and you're like, hey, I I, I want you guys to do an episode about this. Send it over to us. If... You are, if you have a reading assignment, you read something, you're like, I'm going to give you both a reading assignment. Here it is. Talk about this. Send it over to us. If you're a creator, you wrote a comic, you made a pilot, you shot a film, we met you at Comic-Con and you were like, hey, this is that thing I was telling you about. Can you please talk about it and send people towards it? Send it over to us. We would love to. All right. That being said, that's it, man. There it is. There wasn't there wasn't a thing here. And now there's a thing. Yeah, there's definitely a thing. Yeah. That's how easy it is. So if you're listening to this, go out and, and make a thing. Just go make a thing. Yeah. Make your own swiftly coming or whatever we called it. Whatever that thing is. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that thing we call is. Never the Twain shall meet. The Shania Twain? Never Shania Twain shall meet. Betwixt the Twain? Twix. Twixer? No. <laughs> no. Mr. Twixer? <laughs> the Twixter Beaver? Oh, man. This is just... <laughs> this is twisting in all sorts of directions that I don't yeah, like. it's twixting. It is twixting. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Alright, that's it. We're this is clearly over. Let's get the fuck out just, of here. This is clearly nothing now. Alright. It starts off and then it gets into and then we hit the bottom of the barrel and then you hear like this scraping sound. Yeah, that's our fingernails clawing to get out. Yep. There it is. Um Okay. Do you wanna say goodbye to the to America? Happy birthday to the show's biggest fan who listens every single week. And that's Sarah. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's it. That's the end right there. I'm a little disappointed the balloons didn't come up again. I know. Okay, that's fine.
the thing. What'd you do? You were like doing a thing. I don't know. Googling it again. <laughs> no, don't Google it. I don't want to oh, know how I did it. I made a gesture with my hands by showing seven fingers. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would why would seven do that? Well, we figured it out. I don't. Why does it do that? Why seven? I was going to say, I wonder if Skype is seven years old, but it's got to be way older than that. Right. I don't like this. I really is. I don't like that. It comes up in front of my face. It's so freaky to me. I don't like this. Well, don't do it again. then. Uh, just happened to me. So weird. Some kind of Easter egg. The balloons come up when you hold when you hold a peace sign. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Why would peace and balloons happen? <laughs> Why not make a rainbow? Thumbs up, thumbs down. When you hold thumbs up, thumbs down. Also, love heart symbol. How do you do that one? When you hold both your hands in that shape, so you make a heart with your hands. Uh, oh, that's actually because it comes through the hands. That's that's actually pretty impressive. There, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm gonna do this a lot. This is for you, Arnold. This is for you. <laughs> Oh, here's some more. Heart, thumbs up, two thumbs up, single thumbs down, two thumbs down, peace sign. Peace sign with two hands is different. Ooh, that one's actually fun. All right, here's what, all right. This There's is, also a rock and roll sign. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. All right, so this will pretty much just be for the Patreons, okay? Uh, here's what I want you to do. Do you have the list of all the, all the different things? Yes. All right, just tell me the thing to do with my hands. Don't tell me what's going to happen. Oh, you're going to get some fucked up stuff. Let's do it. I'll tell you what you should do with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Beaver. <laughs> do the rock and roll sign. Whoa! <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's crazy. All right, give me another one. Give me another one. Give me another I one. I think that's all of them, my guy. Aww. You know what I said to that? <laughs> Rain rhymes with pain. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Let's do that. That was fun. Yeah.